This is a fresh agenda, bringing your productivity and creativity together to generate your deepest work. Here is Christina Mendonca. Hi, everyone. I'm Christina Mendonca. This is a fresh agenda where we talk to innovators and entrepreneurs and try to find out how through the distractions of life they get at their deepest work. Thanks for being here in this little spot in the digital universe for a little while. Special treat today. Well, they're all special treats, but today we're going to talk to a rock music executive promoter, although he's doing more than rock now. Interesting guy, John Reese. We'll talk about him in just a little bit. Uh, I hope you all are having a great week. Uh, it has been a couple of weeks now that I've been on this new schedule where I'm up at like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning <laughs> and doing the news on KFBK, which is the iHeart station here in Sacramento. News radio. It has actually been a pretty easy transition. I don't mind getting up in the middle of the night. It's not bad at all. In fact, I love it because I love our team and we're having such a great time. So I hope that if you're in the Sacramento area, you'll check us out on 93.1 FM. 15:30 a.m. or whether you're in Sacramento or not, you can get us on the iHeart Radio app KFBK. All right. So in addition to that, I've been doing a lot of stories with um, the city of Folsom, some hyper-local digital content, as well as working for some clients. I've got a big basketball event coming up in the city of Oakland. Uh, but I was out last week doing something with drones. And you've heard me talk about these guys, New Age Aerial. They took me out and we did a big drone tour uh, all over the city, spent about three hours with them, and got a chance to see them in action. And let me tell you, these guys are amazing. They have to have FAA licenses to do what they do and fly their drones hundreds and hundreds of feet up in the air. It really is more than a bird's eye view. New Age Aerial brings you beautiful vistas, breathtaking overviews, and an understanding of how things look from above. Boy, that's not a lie either. We got some beautiful sweeping shots over the river of people on their kayaks and then climbing up to the bridge as traffic was crossing. The sun hitting just the perfect place on the water for the reflection. I can't wait to use these shots and some of the upcoming stories that I'm going to do because they really are artists in the sky. They get those unforgettable and scenic shots that open movies and thrill at the beginning of large business presentations. I want to thank Dave and Fred for taking me out, showing me how it's done. They made me wear a little yellow vest and put out cones <laughs> so no one would hit all of our drones and equipment. But I was happy to do it, and I was happy to be the spotter looking out for power lines and trees as they flew these gorgeous drones. Um, really high up getting some just like I said amazing shots that I can't wait to show you all right if you want to find them just go to newageaerial.com make sure you tell them you heard about them here use the code a fresh agenda they will take excellent care of you I don't think they'll make you wear the vest or put the cones out but they will get you some gorgeous shots all right, let's talk about our guest today. Uh, John Reese is from Synergy Global Entertainment. Uh, this guy, he's just, I mean, you look him up online and you just know this guy is a force to be reckoned with. Um, at the age of 19, he started a security business in Arizona. He was a, a, a security guard in Arizona, and, uh, and he'll tell the story, but he started his own security business. And then a friend of his who had moved out to Hollywood said, hey, 
You know what? Shut down your business. Come out to Hollywood and do security for all these bands that I'm working with. Uh, so John did. He went out there. And um, lo and behold, a few years later, he was the tour manager for Guns N' Roses. I mean, at the height of their career. He says he got started doing this when Sweet Child of Mine first came out. So that was like the roller coaster ride that he was able to take with that entire band. And that really gave him a taste for music festivals and putting on music events. And that's what he does now. And he does it well. I mean, he is able to bring in some really big sponsors and tie these products to these festivals uh, in a way that uh, not many people can do. And it's not just hard rock music that he's into anymore. He does EDM, uh, brings all the big DJs in from around the world, and also does comedy shows. And he says he really wants to try to create this atmosphere uh, where people can kind of forget about their day-to-day drudge, drudgery of life and, and come in and just get lost in another place. And that's what he's doing. So he'll talk about kind of his passion for that. But what really impressed me, you know, you meet people like this and and you know them when you meet them. They are just like a, a bulldozer. They're, they're the kind of people that uh, nothing is going to stop them. No obstacle that you put in their way is going to stop them from the goal. And, and they'll go around it. it. It reminds me of a book I'm reading right now. Uh, it's about the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset. And maybe you've heard this theory. You know, there are people who have a fixed mindset. And those are folks who believe, okay, well, you know what? I'm a security guard. That's what I do. That's the box I live in. That's what I'm good at. That's what I'm comfortable with. And that's what I'm going to spend the rest of my life doing. And then there are folks like John who said, well, I'm good at the security guard thing, but you know what? What if I owned the business? And then once he owned the business, what if I shut it down and made a pivot and did something different of security for a different kind of venue? And then, hey, I like this venue and I see a path forward and a way to move forward. And now I'm uh, specializing in tour management. And now I'm representing not only Guns N' Roses, but I'm tour managing for The Cure and for many other bands that he was able to get on with. So he has a growth mindset and it's that that ability to see obstacles in your way and find a path forward. So he'll talk a lot about that. Uh, but we will also be interrupted. I just want to warn you. I mean, he was uh, in the Midwest preparing for this huge festival when I got a hold of him. So we have about a 15-minute conversation, but he had to cut me a little short uh, because there was something pressing. And, you know, entrepreneurs, they're always in need and uh, always on call. So uh, he had to go. And another thing I will let you know if you have, especially kids in the car or something, um, he does drop an F-bomb or two. So, you know, it is rock and roll. It is what it is. So if that bothers you, uh, you should know that. It doesn't bother me, but I wanted to let you know it will happen if you have some kids in the car. All right, here's my conversation with John Reese. Enjoy. John Reese joins me now. John, thank you for taking some time with us today. Appreciate it. I understand you're getting ready for a show right now. Uh, I'm in the middle of, I'm at 32 miles east of Columbus, Ohio. We have uh, probably our biggest presentation of the year. It's a, it's a festival called Lost Land. And we do it, I do it with uh, uh, the bass DJ Excision. It's his brainchild. It's this massive music festival, 140,000 people next weekend. We, we have, you know, 250 foot tall dinosaurs. It's a it's a crazy giant bass EDM festival, thirty three thousand people camping. So it's uh, it's quite the undertaking. Oh yeah, definitely. I have a twenty one year old daughter who goes to plenty of these festivals and has a great time. What are you finding that young people want out of these festivals? Well, here's the thing. I think, man, <clears throat> all these millennials and the and the young kids, man, they got their nose planted in their phones, and that's all they're doing. 
and 87% of, of people's time uh, is no longer in front of a tele television. It's in front of the television that's, that they hold in their hands. So there's a lot of opportunities to, to, to work with that. But sadly, people need an escape, and they need to go become one together and enjoy music. And, and what I think is music is the absolute best emotional response that you can have. There's nothing like music to move people. And so I'm just like the luckiest guy in the world. I get to put on all these fantasy things and all these different genres and let people leave their ho-hum lives and go have some fun for four, five, six, seven, nine hours or 90 hours if they're at one of our big uh, destination camping festivals. Oh, that's fantastic. That sounds so nice right now. When I'm <laughs> So, okay, let's talk a little bit about your background. I have done an introduction of you, and we talked a little bit about your bio, but I'm really interested in this show to get into people's head in terms of how they pivoted from one industry from to another and how they recognized uh, how they were in a growth mindset versus a, a fixed mindset. So you were 19. You were... Um, a security guard in Arizona. What made you think, okay, I can, not only can I do that, but I can run my own company doing this? Well, I was a security guard and then I became the, the manager of the whole organization. And then I tried to convince the owner of the company, which was the biggest company in the country in Los Angeles to give me bonuses because I kept bringing more business to him. And he said, nope, I'm just going to pay your hourly fee. And I said, wait a minute, you're, I'm bringing you more business and you're just paying me an hourly fee to be your manager in town. That doesn't work for me. I think I'm going to start my own thing. Two years later, I had the biggest company in Arizona. Five years later, I was his number two competitor in seven states across the United States. I was 25 years old, doing a shitload of blow, like going crazy, had 30 lawsuits because people were slipping and falling and I was way over my head. A buddy of mine uh, went to work for Guns N' Roses and called me, said, hey, sell your security company. Sweet child of mine broke. Uh, come come to California from Phoenix and let's get in the music business. And so that's that was kind of my entree into the music business. So what, at being that young, was it just, um, how do I say this? Was it ignorance that you didn't know you couldn't do it, so you just did it? Or or did you did you always like have an eye to, at the music industry and say, I want to do that? No, it's more rooted in my childhood, and I don't really want to get into the specifics of my childhood, but I had a pretty, I wouldn't say traumatic childhood. I had a challenging childhood that made me feel that I was really the only person that I could depend upon. So I had this voice in my head, especially right when I turned 19, I had this voice in my head that said, you will not fail. You cannot fail. You will never fail. And that voice has never turned off. So I've had ups and downs. I feel like I've been in a 25-round boxing match. And the culmination is what I get to do now, like this festival, Lost Lands, which is game-changing. You know, 43% festival of the year and Surf City Blitz and all the different things that we do, I think, are a result of failing. They're not a result of winning. The only, the only success you have is because of failure. You know, I've, I've lost my ass many times. I've been down in the dumps, but I got my ass back up, and I fucking threw a punch. Excuse my French. And, you know, and, and, I, and I, you know, I've thrown some knockouts. And I've got knocked down, but I've never gotten knocked out. I've done a lot of knockouts. So I think it's really about life. It's about, it's about conditioning your brain to be positive. And then, you know, I live my life by four principles. One is the golden rule. That's number one, that I don't believe in religion. I don't believe in God. I don't believe any of the fairy tale bullshit. I think that if you live as a good person and you look people in the eye and you treat them how you would want to be treated, then you can live a pretty damn good life. The second thing is, 
The only oil that gets the squeaky, the, the, the only wheel that gets any oil is the squeaky one. If you want something in life, you got to fucking go for it. You got to tell people you want it. You got to be on top of your game. And then the third and final one, and this is probably, I don't know, you know, it, it, it's it's just like loyalty and honor. You know, loyalty and honor. If you if you if you give somebody your handshake, that means something. You know, I've been in I've been in business 37 years. I don't have a single um, you know, business dispute lawsuit in 37 years, because you work it out, you figure it out, you know, and I, I feel like there's a lot of times where people want everything. And there's a lot of times where if you give up something, you're going to get so much. It's just like planting a seed, you could eat that seed. And yes, it would nourish you. But if you plant that seed and you water it, you'll have a whole fucking tree full of, of fruit. And so that's kind of how I live my life. I throw seeds out and I water them and I plant them. And I hope that that's going to bear fruit. And then you tend them and you prune them. And I guess, I guess that's the best analogy for how I try to deal, do, deal with life and business. Who inspired you as you were, you were coming up? Because, I mean, you have a lot of people that have closed mindsets that don't believe they could do anything other than be a security guard. So who, who was you were, as you were coming up inspired you? Yeah, definitely my father. You know, a quick story on my father. Um, he was... He was 52 when I was born. So in 1961, I was born in 1961. And that was very old for a man. And my, my mom was 43. That was very old for a woman. And they weren't married and they decided to get married. And he was an alcoholic. He was a very, very successful military officer. Could have been probably the head of the, uh, the armed services. He was that on that kind of route. And then he got hurt. And he, he turned to alcohol and he became an alcoholic. Then he stopped for a while. And then he started a really successful business. And then he turned back to alcohol and he lost everything. And I don't know, he, he gave me the, the skill set of what I need to, to win and, and be ahead, which is confidence. And one, I was 16 years old and I'm all buffed. I'm like 250 pounds on the football team and everything. I walk into the garage. I don't live with him. I hadn't lived with him. It's a, that's a whole nother long story. But he has a piece of maple wood and there's a screw in it. And I, he's like 5'10", pot belly you know, 190 pounds, I'm 250 and yoked, bench press 350 pounds. I walk into the garage, he says, boy, turn that screw. And I said, what do you mean turn that screw? He says, grab that screwdriver and turn that screw. I got that screwdriver, I put that screw, that, that head on that screw and I turned, I couldn't even, I couldn't even like move it. He comes over, bam, 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 screws it right in. And it's like, it taught me a, a great lesson about everything. And so to, to answer your question, 100% my father. And, you know, God rest his soul. Talk to me about your business now. Let's, let's turn to some of the ways that you have innovated uh, with the music industry, uh, the comedy shows that you're doing. What I noticed from your website is how you bring uh, brands and entertainment together. Uh, talk to me a little bit about that, because I haven't seen that done as effectively in, in, with others in your industry. Well, I, I think I'm the only one doing it. I don't know of anybody else, but in 2004, um, I was working with Robert Smith with The Cure. Uh, I had, Ross Robinson and I had a, a label together called I Am, and I, I represented Ross as a producer. He did Corn, Limp Bizkit, The Deftones, Slipknot, the list goes on. He basically started a whole genre of music. And so we had a huge success story in the late 90s. Uh, had label deals, crazy, crazy stuff. So in, in 2002, I guess, was another, besides my, when I was 19, in 2002, I kind of had an epiphany moment. moment. 
I was a manager and I was kicking ass. I was doing good. I had the used, I had story of the year. I had had that whole emo movement. I had a bunch of producers. I was doing great, but I wanted, I wanted to change things. I wanted to make a difference, like come up with something that was different. I didn't want to just be a manager. So I'm like music festivals. So a guy, John Oaks, who worked for me, introduced us to Rockstar Energy Drink. Well, wait, the cure is first. So my first thing, I told Robert Smith, I said, dude, there's a huge resurgence in the cure. Blink-182, Interpol. So we put together this really cool festival. It went out in 2004. You know, it was successful. It wasn't any attract. It was just cool packaging of bands, and then we had a vibe. And then Napster and everything else, and then Rockstar Energy Drink. So we packaged, Rockstar came and said, we'd love to have a music festival. And I said, great, well, we'll package something. They were a small company, 40, 50, 60, $100 million company. Not as, now they're a multi-billion dollar company. And so I've worked with them since 2004, doing all their music marketing, building tours, doing all that kind of thing. But really where it led to is that very first working with Robert Smith, curating that lineup with him. And now I've done 50, about 54 times. We have 37 cur- current curated festivals that we own produce or co-own and then more and more to come and i think that what the novel not it's not novelty the the business model is the artist actually is in the profit with me and they curate it with me it's their vision with me excision and dinosaurs you know ozzy osbourne not best in fire and so all those kind of things kind of all come together to create this world around an artist and that's what i'm trying to do and that's, that's like my, I want to be like the Cirque du Soleil of the rock in every genre of music, music space. I want to create these massive experiences that people can come and forget their ho-hum lives and really come and enjoy a time and, and, and get out of their head. Right. I was in reading about you. You've of course done you know tons of rock events, and, and now you're talking uh, EDM. Is is the huge rock festival? Is that uh, you know kind of waning as EDM comes to the fore? No, I mean Danny Wimmer um, with DWP. He's crushing it in the rock space, and he's been able to get. I was never able to get like the big Foo Fighters at Mayhem Festival. I was you know I had Slayer. I had amazing giant bands, but I couldn't get to the Foo Fighters. Danny's been able to build a thirteen, I think twelve or thirteen festival platform in rock music, and now he's getting into bourbon. I got a ton of respect for him. He's an entrepreneur. It's really me, him, Live Nation, and AG. That's all that's like Golden Voice. That's all that's left in the space on a national level. So, you know, I'm trying to get get into every, what I'm trying to do is I don't care what genre it is. I'm trying to create, find the artist that has crazy vision and then create magic around that. That's and it, whether it's hip hop, whether it's uh, I have tons of reggae stuff. I do. I do ska. I do every genre. But I find Travis Barker, Eddie Vedder, you know, uh, Excision, uh, Oz, uh, not Oz, but uh, not uh, Slipknot. All these different artists. That was John Reese from Synergy Global Entertainment. Just a great guest, but unfortunately, that's where we had to end it because he got called, as entrepreneurs often do, he got called to take care of something that was critical at that uh, juncture. He was out in Ohio talking to us from a festival that he was putting on out there. Uh, The book I told you about and the reason why I brought John on was the book called Mindset. It's by a woman named Carol Dweck, D-W-E-C-K. 
okay. And it really does kind of explain uh, what what John was talking about in that he always thought, I got to do it on my own. And he had had enough problems put in front of him at an early age that he learned how to navigate problems at an early age and learned how to enjoy doing that and knew that was the way to achieve. Um, one of the quotes from Carol's book that I'll, I'll read you, I really like it. It says, if parents want to give their children a gift, the best thing they can do is teach their children to love challenges, be intrigued by mistakes, enjoy effort, and keep on learning. That way their children don't have to be slaves of praise. And I think that not only applies to our children, that applies to us as well. We have to learn how to love the effort, love the challenge, and love the problem solving that comes with navigating our our personal or professional lives. All right, before I let you go, I want to tell you about New Age Designs. They are web design, development with purpose, ambition, and analytics. If you need digital marketing, you need design, SEO, SEM, Google Analytics setup, they can do it. They will get you all set up with web hosting. They know all the key technologies. New Age Design staff has spent decades managing various UX and web marketing projects for large corporations, giving them the opportunity to work with the most talented digital agencies in the world. They can certainly help you. Check them out at newagedesigns.com. When you reach out, use the code FRESHAGENDA. They'll take great care of you. And I want to thank you very much for being here. This was kind of a shorter version of a fresh agenda, but one that I hope you found some use out of. Uh, with our conversation with John Reese. Uh, you can reach out anytime on any of my social platforms. I'm all over Facebook and Instagram and Twitter as well. And the best way to reach me really is through my website, ChristinaMendonca.com. That's Christina with no H, Mendonca with no Z.com. You can find me there. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. And I'm not just looking for praise, but I'm looking for critique as well. And if you know of a great guest, someone who might... Uh, be able to help us all innovate and and be more entrepreneurial in our professional efforts. I appreciate that too. I've got a couple of great guests coming up. I'm just waiting on some calls back and I'm excited to bring them to you. Until then, thank you so much for being here. This has been A Fresh Agenda. I'm Christina Mendonca. Until next time. This is A Fresh Agenda, bringing your productivity and creativity.